This new year, focus on what's truly important to you and let HelloFresh take care of dinner with fresh pre-portioned ingredients and recipes delivered to your door. Get 16 free meals plus three free gifts with Face 16 at HelloFresh.com slash Face 16. This is a Rooster Teeth production. I had a thing that happened last night and it made me feel like one of the worst humans I've ever felt. Probably like a low for me as far as is, but it wasn't, you know, if that makes sense. I laughed at a thing. Hold on one second. Okay. Hold on one second. One second. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Face Podcast. <laughs> I am Jeff Ramsey. With me always, Gavin Free, Andrew Payton. Andrew, you said you feel like one of the worst humans. Well, I don't, I don't know if I want to talk about this because I feel bad because it's not the thing, but it was. So it's been snowing where I live, like way more than usual. We got so much snow and uh, a lot of people have been trapped. And I was reading that apparently, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just like some random Reddit comment that the city I live in has the lowest snow removal budget in B.C., and some people were like, yeah, that's why that's why like the snow is not being plowed anywhere. It's just there's, there's nothing going on. So was, do you was, have a plow? I don't personally have a plow. I'd love not to have you. One. But does your city? Have yeah, my city has that? one. Yeah, they've got like six. I'd assume they've got a few, okay. but th they're not in use for whatever reason right now. Or at least it doesn't seem that way. Uh, but last night, my entire building started to shake. And I was like, what the fuck is is that a plow? What is that? So I walked outside and I couldn't or I, I walked to my balcony. I couldn't see anything. And I walked back in and then I saw it again a few moments later. So I ran out and it's this fucking bobcat. There's this bobcat going down the street that was like plowing the road and like trying to remove snow or ice, I guess, from the road. And uh, I looked at that and I was like, oh, I wonder I wonder what it's doing, like how impactful. I've never seen a bobcat used as a snowplow. And I looked behind it and there just happened to be someone in an electric wheelchair, like six feet behind it. And I started laughing immediately, <laughs> oh not because of that, but because in my head it was like, that's the budget of our town. It's like they got a bobcat and Steve. They're out there trying to get rid of the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so bad because I saw it was if you looked at it from a perspective, it was me looking at somebody in an electric wheelchair and immediately laughing extremely hard. But it was all this context <laughs> around it and had nothing to do with Bobcat and Steve. But what was Steve doing? No, he was just he was just going down the road. It was just a complete coincidence. He just happened, to, just, be behind he just happened to be and he was Deep. far enough behind that I didn't notice immediately. But like he was part of the team, like is, he was within the team worst range. place to be on the road or the best place. Yeah, I was about to say, what if, I mean, to me, it sounds like Steve is an incredibly rich, successful dude who has his own personal snowplower who snowplows <laughs> in front of him everywhere he needs to go whenever he leaves the house. I like, Steve sounds like the most baller fucking dude ever. I like that's like the, way better than a red carpet. I just felt horrible in the moment because it was like I looked at and it's, it was not in any They're way. removing the white carpet. <laughs> <laughs> So that was my my evening. Oh man, how's Christmas? That this is great. That reminds me real fast. That yeah. reminds me, you and I had a conversation yesterday and the day before, just brief, where I asked how the weather was in Canada, which is like the lamest question to ask, which is why I like. <laughs> to ask it. It's like, how's the weather over there? It's like that's not you, fucker. Is that what our friendship is? You know, we're down to asking about the weather. So I. I, I try to do it at every opportunity. And you sent me a picture of snow and it I couldn't it it broke my brain to think that you were snowed in at the exact same time. Gavin, I, I assume you can corroborate this and, and Eric and Nick. Uh, 
It was 87 fucking degrees <laughs> yesterday. I, I cleaned out and reorganized the shed, you know, where I put my lawnmower and stuff. And I was sweating like a bitch. I had to take a shower after because I was pouring sweat. I, th I cut a little bit of the grass yesterday because it's so fucking warm in late December in Texas that my grass is growing again. So I had to clean up a little patch. <laughs> and you were snowed the fuck in. Yeah, it was like 20... Eight degrees Celsius, uh, and it was it was like swim weather on Christmas Day. Oh, that's terrible! Like it was it's snowing on Christmas, beautiful. It was fantastic. It, it doesn't happen a lot here. Uh, it snowed last night. It like topped off everything that was gone. I'm like I'm trapped in. I'm locked in. It's annoying. I wanted a McDonald's breakfast this morning, but I felt bad or using a delivery service app on the same day where they canceled all mail deliveries because of the conditions. It's like I can't. I can't. It's early in. for you right now, right? It's, it's like ten in the morning. It's ten in the morning. Yeah, recording this earlier than usual. So you didn't. You you like morally didn't go for it. No, I felt like it if. They have, if the mail isn't being delivered, I certainly can't summon a McDonald's order. I feel like that's just wrong. I feel bad. Hmm. Even though they are hmm. volunteering to do that, but I don't know. It just felt, st I'd have to what tip if you got so Bob highly. Cat and Steve delivered your food. <laughs> I, yeah. Steve, I'm sure, is great. Bobcat, I'm not sure about. Steve <laughs> seems like a great guy. Speaking of like feeling like a, a terrible person during snow, did you ever. <laughs> Such a specific category. <laughs> Did you ever on like really snowy days, like if you're walking to school, play a game of guess who might be dead? No. <laughs> what? If it was like fresh snow, you would just look at all the houses that had no footprints leading away from the top. <laughs> no. It never even occurred to me to do that. Is that a game people play? It was a game I played with my friends all the way to school. <laughs> you just see like you'd see either no foot footsteps or you'd just see the footsteps of the postman like going in one and then out the other, but clearly like the, the occupants have never come out. So you're like, oh, they might be dead. Oh. Have you ever considered the moral weight of what if they were dead? What if you called? What if, like, do you think there's ever a prediction that came true? <laughs> I, I feel know. like that's a really funny game unless you call out someone who's actually dead and then it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, unless you win. It's a, <laughs> it's a really funny game until it works. If you win, it's sad. <laughs> it sounds like the beginning of an Unsolved Mysteries episode. It's like, when the mailman noticed his were the only tracks for eight straight days. The mail was piling up. I feel like that was a thing. Oh, God damn. So how was your Christmas, Andrew? My, okay, this is my Christmas was, I love Christmas. Um, I had three presents under the tree. Big Christmas guy. Big Christmas guy. All three of them got pissed on by my cat. That was my Christmas. <laughs> had a great time. <laughs> three, a hundred, nobody, there, there are a few other presents under the tree. No other presents were impacted. My cat went three for three just over mine. Never happened. What have you done to Sam recently? I haven't done a single, I've been the fucking nicest to Sam. Sam's doing great. She's just living her life and she's pissing all over my presents. It was great. That was my oh. Christmas. Before we, we like go that deep, and I just want to, I feel like we should shut this out because we didn't. I meant to last week and my computer exploded trying to print the law. Um, <laughs> there's another Christmas album and it's really good. People should listen to it. It's awesome. Yes. Ave Gavino is an absurdly amazing song. They did a great job. Oh, and I, I need to apologize to the, the comment lever twins who asked me to participate and I said yes. And then I, f I got distracted and forgot. <laughs> I feel terrible about that. A single. You can do a Christmas single in summer. I was all about it, and then uh, then I just uh, I got distracted with other shit. Yeah. 
and it completely slipped my mind. That's fair. It, the problem is, I yeah. Well, anyway, uh, how was your Christmas, Gavin? Um, had a bit of a mare with the presents. Um, I, I'm I'm I hate to be like a last minute Christmas shopper because there's panic involved. You you make worse decisions. Everything's more expensive. So yeah, in I think it was September, I pre-ordered the uh, Bo Burnham album Inside on vinyl because he released the songs just on on vinyl. We like to have a we like to have our favorite stuff, you know, to play on a record player. So I, I pre-ordered it, or at least I thought I did. <laughs> Bloody twentieth uh, of December is coming around, and I'm I'm like, wait, what? Didn't I? And I'm searching through my emails and I'm panicking. Because I can't find any trace that I actually bought this thing. <laughs> I do this a lot where I'll just like shove something in my cart and I'll just not follow through all the way. Like I'll get to literally the last <laughs> button click. And then like three days later, I'm like, ah, I didn't press submit, damn it. But yeah, I guess like three months went by. Had absolutely no, no record of it. So I had to, it obviously completely sold out everywhere. I took to eBay. I was like, oh my God. Because I hate, I just hate <laughs> last, I hate like paying more for something mm-hmm. that clearly isn't worth yeah. that. And they're all like two, three times the price on eBay. You got to pay for shipping and all that stuff. So I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to find one that will be here before Christmas. I found one, spent, you know, about three times the price on it. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, Christmas Eve, it shows up. That's a relief, dude. Did it show up intact in and in what you ordered? <laughs> yeah. But then I realized, same day, I get an email um, saying, updated delivery date, 29th. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, wait a de- God, wait a second. <laughs> Turns out the original one has gone through. I just couldn't <laughs> find it because I guess I use Apple Pay and uh, I didn't actually have an account or anything. So my email just showed up nothing. <laughs> so I got so I have a second one coming. The first thing I open <laughs> on Christmas Day from Meg to me inside on vinyl. Oh no. We got it for each other and I got two. We have three of the damn things now. So if you need uh, if you need some nice you Bo guys. Burnham songs, <laughs> you guys are the world's biggest Bo Burnham fans. Holy shit! Apparently, I mean, we I do really like Bo Burnham. I think he's a genius. I don't like him three vinyls worth, but um, <laughs> but Christ, I've got an excess of him now. I might take back to eBay. No, no, no. Hear me out. Listen, I got these things called BTS sauces. I got a lot of them. <laughs> I give you two hundred seventy four for one Bo Burnham. That feels like a fair trade. How many sauce? So- What's the sauce to Burnham ratio? I think I think you're I think your sauces are you're cutting yourself short on the sauces. I think they're worth more than a Burnham. No offense. Wow. Okay. Well, never mind then, Gavin. You're not a Burnham fan, Jeff. I I'm I'm a Burnham ambivalent. I I've <laughs> I've seen him in interviews before, and he seems very uh, adept and and seems lovely and and really interesting. I liked that eighth grade movie, but I never saw it inside. I've seen some of his stand up. Yeah, I like him. I don't have an. Uh, I'm I'm like vaguely pro Burnham, I guess. Inside and Make Happy, I think, are very good, very good shows. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Everybody, everybody seems to agree uh, that they are lovely. If they're not three vinyls worth, is it two? Do you think Inside's two vinyls worth? Would you be fine with two? Is is the three like at what point? Or is it anything above one on the Burnham vinyl scale that you were saying? <laughs> is two acceptable? <laughs> like at what point was three like just too far is what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, well, how, how useful is two? I think it's nice to have a spare. Do you have two record players? I don't have two record players. Well, no, you got a spare. You got to back up Burnham. <laughs> is it a, is it like a rare colored vinyl or limited edition nope. in any way? Or is it <laughs> <not> standard? <laughs> 
No, okay. there was one. I think there was a yellow one, but I didn't. That was all immediately sold out. Hmm. I wonder what you can do. There's got to be something clever you can do with these two extra bog standard burnums. <laughs> you got you got two bog burnums. You need to get rid of. There's got to be a funny way to do it. He's accessible, right? He's an internet dude. Maybe we could figure something out with him. What's the <laughs> what? Some random stranger accidentally bought three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? You've got a following on social media. You, I'm sure you could make some stuff happen. Get him to autograph him and give him to charity or something. I think he did tweet me once. What's or we could shoot him into space or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most confused you've ever been by a gift, Christmas gift specifically? I I could say I've once confused someone. Yeah. <laughs> What was that? Did we disconnect? That was what, fucking what crazy. Happened? What happened? I thought you're everything okay. No, that was straight. I thought Gavin was gonna continue. I didn't know that that was. He yeah. took like a pause, like we were gonna. That was fucking crazy, <laughs> Gavin. To see if if that was like a, appropriate for the conversation. Of course, you'd give it like yeah. a go ahead or whether way the <laughs> fucking continue. We're we're hanging on your every yeah. word, and there aren't a lot of words to hang on right now. Fill us in. <laughs> this is. A, I kind of feel bad about this now too. I I once. <laughs> I once got a Christmas card from my gran, um, and I realized that I hadn't actually thrown out all of the Christmas cards from the previous year. And she'd got me the exact same card that she gave me the, the year before. Like, it was identical. Even wrote the same mm -hmm. stuff. So I just brought out the old one and showed her. I was like, why'd you send me two? And she was like, oh, and she was trying to figure out how she'd oh, mail two. She, I, I didn't tell her so that one mean. of them was from the year before. Because I, I wanted to <laughs> That's so mean! I know! Now I wouldn't do it because I feel like she's so much older that it would actually mess with her. But back then it was like, she was young enough for it to be funny. You monster. Uh, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that now. But she was just like, how did I send two? And it was like the same colored pen, and like the same amount of stamps were on the thing. And I, she was like, but I did, but how- <laughs> did you uh did you ever tell her that they were from two separate years or does she still think that she sent you two in the same time frame i'm not sure if i told her <laughs> but you know she was still. in her 60s at the time that's fine that's not a sort of senile age <laughs> that's just funny this is a funny joke an unsolved mystery <laughs> it's haunted her i feel this like time i feel like if i told her now it'd be more traumatic because she'd be trying to remember <laughs> You remind it just uh, yeah, for her to remember yeah. to then ruin, ruin yeah. the thing. I remember um, <laughs> I got one year, so I don't know, it was probably like eight or nine. I was given Monty Python and the Holy Grail on DVD. I had no concept of it. It was like my introduction to Monty Python. I didn't know anything about it, and I fucking loved it. I thought it was so funny. And then the following year, I was given Breakfast at Tiffany's <laughs> on DVD. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, really? Breakfast? Okay. Well, you know, Santa really nailed the pick with the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So I guess, you know, he seems to know my preferences. He seems to know my taste. I'll watch. I watched. I thought it was so boring. And I was like, why did I get this? I was why was I given this gift? It was from Santa, both years. I was oh, still in right. like full-on Santa year. I was like, Santa fucking nailed Monty Python. I don't know what he was <laughs> thinking with this with this breakfast at Tiffany's pick. What had happened is somehow my mom bought the wrong movie and then didn't notice in the wrapping process that it was the wrong movie. She was equally surprised when I opened breakfast at Tiffany's. It's just a complete accidental gift. Was she going for another Python and got the wrong one? 
I don't know. It was a year <laughs> later. I, I don't know. I don't understand how she was able to fully wrap it without like having the thought of why is this a gift for Maybe me? Maybe she was going for Life of Brian. Maybe. <laughs> it's got a name in the title. How, uh, how old were you? I think I was like eight to nine or nine to ten. Yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's is a gr was a great movie for, but might be lost on an eight year old. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy also, it at the time. Also, some pretty problematic shit in it too. Unfortunately, no. really? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. Back. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The whole Mickey Rooney plays an Asian man stuff oh. is, is pretty pretty rough. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not good. Yeah, that's unfortunate. What about you, Jeff? How was your Christmas? Uh, I think it was good. Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I'm. <clears throat> I've uh, I've been sleeping a lot lately, mm -hmm. and so I'm, my brain's a little Swiss cheese right now. Uh, I, uh, I I had a similar kind of fuck up. I mean, it wasn't as hilarious as Gavin's or anything, but I did get frustrated with a certain uh, company that you buy kitchen shit from, where I bought a. I'm not gonna call them out. Uh, Silliams Manoma, <laughs> uh, but uh, I bought Emily one of her one of her, her like her second nicest gift was this giant like really nice picnic basket that uh, has like everything you could need in it like you know all the different silverwares and like even salt and pepper shakers and it's all like really pretty and nice I thought it would be a fun gift that we could maybe start going on picnics and stuff and uh, I fucking I shopped around this was in November I bought this thing I was trying to be ahead of it too I shopped around a bunch of places a lot of places didn't have any in stock I finally found one at an unnamed kitchen supply store that uh, I'm no longer a fan of and uh, they had one in stock. So I said, okay. I spent a ton of money on it. I bought it. And it said, like, it checks, like, it, the item is in shop. So I, I bought it. And then I thought, oh, I wonder when it's going to ship since it's in stock. And uh, when I went back in with the order number to look, it updated the shipping date from in stock to March of next year, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then it wouldn't let me cancel the order. <laughs> and so it held it's held me hostage so i had to buy emily a fisher price uh picnic basket like for small children and wrap that and say like, like a placeholder i'll replace this with a real one yeah this is a placeholder i'll replace this with a real one in four months maybe well hey fucking annoying next time you need a basket jeff i got you you just let me know give me a week's <laughs> notice i got you covered i don't know why that company like Flilliam's Blanoma and uh, <laughs> yeah, Flilliam's Blanoma, yeah. yeah. They they just sell stuff that doesn't exist. They sell uh, just say out of stock. Yeah, don't don't let me order something in November and give it to me in May. Like that, you don't have it. <laughs> yeah, I got something that's arriving five months from now. God damn, dude! I one time I this is this is I didn't buy this. This is not kitchen gear. But when I was living in the condo downtown, I was having to buy new furniture and stuff. Uh, when I was like striking back out on my own again. And uh, I had to buy some uh, uh, nightstands, and so I, I don't want to call out any particular company again. So I'm going to call this. Uh, I'm going to call this company Mestmelm, uh, <laughs> or let's call it Estwelm. Let's call it Estwelm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I bought two uh, nightstands from them, and I was excited about them because they had charging stations built in, where you could just you know the like the the ones you just lay your iPhone on and it charges, which I have now. I bought a, a third party. Ooh. Like I have a, like an external one, but these came just installed and there were USB ports built into the back of it as well. And I thought this is the fucking future, right? This is everybody's going to have this. <laughs> so I was like, fuck yeah. In stock, no problem. Bought them. After about a week, I got an update that they, uh, that the shipping was delayed, going to be delayed a month. 
Then uh, right around the time it was supposed to show up, I got a delay uh, another month, and then it was delayed three months. After a year and a half, I canceled the order. (laughs) At some point, at some point, I was like, Emily was like, you got to cancel this. And I was like, I kind of want to see. I just kind of want to see how how long it goes. And I had, after about two months, I went and bought normal nightstands, which I still have. I was like, fuck it. I'm never going to see these. This is going to take forever. Uh, and then I thought, well, you know, and if they come in and they're really cool, maybe I can sell the other ones uh, on, I don't know, to friends or whatever. And because uh, I still really want these new technological ones. And then after a year and a half, I finally just canceled it because I wanted my money back. But I'm reasonably certain that they never existed. They just, they put a picture up <laughs> on the Estwelm website and said, here, buy this. And then they thought like, maybe it's like a pre-order situation. Like maybe if enough people buy it, we'll actually go into production and make them. And they just never did. And so for literally 18 months, every month I would get an update that my shipping has been delayed a month. I called them a bunch and they'd be like, oh yeah, they always had an excuse. Like it's gonna, I promise you. I probably called them four times over the year and a half. And then eventually I just called them and I was like, just cancel this. And they were like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And they tried to convince me and I was like, look back through. It's been a year and a half. You're not giving them to me. And they were like, I see. I see. Yes, it's, it, it appears that we're not. Uh, it appears that we are full of shit. Uh, we'll go ahead and cancel <laughs> that for you right now. Oh, yeah, I've got one of those that I'm just letting go. It's just seeing how long it takes. I bought this, I think it was for, might have been for Valentine's or her birthday. Like 20, beginning of 2020, I think I bought this. And every every quarter, <laughs> I get an update email on uh, when this thing's <laughs> getting delivered. It's like a left, it's like a Dead by Daylight statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... According to this screenshot, I currently expected to ret- <laughs> arrive June 2022 to August 2022. When did you place the order for that? Uh, Feb. What year? 2020. <laughs> and, and they've already charged me and no refunds. I can't even say don't bother. It's just not an option. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm going through with a certain picnic basket right now. Motherfucker, dude. I wonder who will get it first. I wonder if I'll get the picnic, if Emily will get her picnic basket, or you'll get your Dead by Daylight statue first. I, I predict uh, face will have ended by the time I get the statue. It'll be over. <laughs> oh, that's, that's sad. I feel like that's too far. Like, you are, that's enough time that you are no longer the same person when you ordered that. Like, you have changed as a human being by the time you get that statue. It's going to be like a generational gift. Yeah. Like I'll be a part of the next generation by the time I get it. It'll be like my, <laughs> it'll be like my mum got it for me. There, there might be a second or third iteration of the game before it comes out. <laughs> like Dead by Daylight three or four might be out by the time you get this fucking thing. We have made it through the holiday rush, but now is not the time to start slacking on shipping your customers' orders and exchanges. Shipping delays, supply shortages, holiday demand. Last year was a mess. Now you're ringing in the new year with impatient customers, returns, and expensive shipping rates. It's time to switch to a shipping solution that can handle it all painlessly. Why would you use anything but ShipStation, the easiest and most convenient choice for e-commerce sellers? Import orders from any sales channel, ship using any carrier with deeply discounted rates, automate just about any shipping task. Now, if I was going to move my sauce empire, there's no service I would use beyond ShipStation. With its ease of use and the money you save, it just it wouldn't make any sense for me to consider anything but ShipStation. 
ShipStation saves you time by funneling all your orders into one simple interface no matter where you're selling. Manage every order, whether it's Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website from anywhere, even on your phone. No more headaches from dealing with returns and return tracking. ShipStation makes it easy. It also allows you to save money when you compare carrier options and choose the best shipping solution every time. ShipStation works with every carrier so you can always find the best fit for you. Your small business can access the same discounted rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies without the contracts or commitments. It saves you sanity knowing your orders are handled and you're getting the best rates. Make shipping the easy part of having an online store. You have bigger ideas to think about. No wonder 98% of companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it for as long as they're in business. It's that good. Ship more in less time with ShipStation. Use my offer code FACE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in FACE. ShipStation. Make ship happen. We all shop online. I do it, uh, well, more than I probably should, multiple times a day. And we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout saying, uh, there are savings to be had. You just have no access to them. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. It's doing a lot of work for you. Honey must really love you. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. I've tried my best to shop at all of them. I'm getting close. These range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands, that's me, to even food delivery. Mmm. That was me saying, mmm, because of food. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one or many of your favorite sites, and when you go to checkout, the Honey button will drop down. It does it all the time. It's very convenient. And all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons across the entire internet, and then all the ones that it finds, if it finds them, boom, throws it on there, and you watch the prices drop. So I've decided to put a moratorium on the, the story about the, the paddle boards. I'm never going to tell it again. I, save, I did save money on them. Uh, however, uh, I'm trying to be current. I'm going to give you guys the things that I've been saving money on lately. And I've been saving a lot of money lately. However, it's all bid on Christmas presents. So I'm not going to spoil Christmas by saying exactly what I've purchased uh, over the last couple days uh, and, and received benefits from Honey. But I will say that there was a, there was a, like a, a, a kitchen site and uh, maybe a, a book, an online book retailer, and a couple of other places that uh, that I uh, have found some pretty hefty discounts on, thanks to Honey. As a matter of fact, Honey has found its over 17 million members more than $2 billion in savings. That's the amount of money that Kindle tried to buy Logan Roy out of the family business for last night on Succession. Crazy. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It is literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com face. That is joinhoney.com face. I have, a, I have a thing, a company thing to talk to you guys about that I found very amusing. Okay. As you know... We have we have a, the bits email that people can can email in on, and recently I got an email on it for a I'm not going to say the company or what they sell. Well, I guess I'll I'll give the the type of what it is. I got an email on it 
for wanting to do a sponsorship with our show, they're a sex toy company. And they want to promote oh. a very specific product that is a blowjob device. And I was like, this is such a fucking, why would you reach out to this email? This is so odd. I realized that it, we have, we have faced ourselves in the sense of they think this is a face fucking podcast. Oh yeah. Face blow job. Yeah. Like they, I don't think they know anything about the show outside of the name face, which they've interpreted very literally as like, this is the place to sell the blowjob device. I wonder what other shit we could do with a blowjob device. That's not sexual. <laughs> Uh, stick a bit of Velcro on it. <laughs> I wanted to just write back and say, sorry, we're an Apple podcast, but I, I wanted to discuss this. this I just thought it was so funny. What is it? You suck it off or it sucks you off? How does it work? It's it sucks you off. I you, you suck it off. Yeah, <laughs> you, so you can practice getting blowjobs. <laughs> why is that so weird? What? what do you mean? Why is that so weird? <laughs> People suck on dildos and stuff, don't they? You think this is like a product by Super Soaker? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's so weird about it? <laughs> are you sucking on a lot of dildos on, uh, in your personal life? Not no judgment here. I'm just curious. No, I've never done it. Do you do a lot of blowjob practicing? No. I, <laughs> I love it's it. It's not that weird. <laughs> 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 I bought this to work on my craft, not for pleasure. This is a tool. This is a tool. I don't think train. that's weird. I think maybe just if, I think you would have said dildo is what's weird about it. If I think no, that I might just as weird because you would have just said dildo. Oh. You said blowjob device, and that's why I'm off base. I <laughs> that's why. No, no, it's not. Well, wait, wait. I, I love. I just love the idea of Gavin at home going. I wonder how good I am at this. Well, let's see. Well, I got a seventy-five. I wonder if I can beat my score tomorrow. I mean, if it's, it's something like one of those machines you punch in the arcade, <laughs> the numbers go up. If it's something that you like, put your knob in. Does it really matter? It could, it could be any hole, couldn't it? Like, why specifically well, in sure. someone's mouth? Oh, it could be any hole. Oh, Gavin. <laughs> I've never oh, used one of them. You're like, oh. do they make specific? Do they make one with like, like teeth and tongue in it and stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't expect all these questions. Well, have you seen the device? <laughs> I don't think they included it. If they, if it has teeth and tongues and stuff, I have an idea. Here's a, you could use it. You could use it. You could use it if you have like sore teeth, like maybe you just got a cavity, or maybe you're you've you're just you know, uh, you've got weak teeth. You could use it to pre-chew your food for you. You stick like a piece of steak in there, and then just smash the end together until it chews up the food, and then you just drop it in your mouth like a baby bird. It's <laughs> called a blender. Why would you want? Why would you want to mash it up in a, in a fake head? Then you'd have to brush its teeth after. <laughs> I got a news for you, buddy. You're brushing its teeth after, no matter how you use it. This is, oh, this is apparently what it looks like. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's really Ew. detailed. It looks like a Brita water filter with a mouth on top. I have one of those in my fridge. It's a soda stream. <laughs> yeah, that looks... Oh, my God. Why is it? Oh, why no. have they gone to all the effort to make like the chin and the nose 
and then there's like a bit of blue plastic below it. Like at least give it a neck with giant screws. <laughs> the blue neck with the giant screws really ruins the mouth illusion. Oh, it's even got it's even got a little nose. Yeah. Oh, oh. I don't, I don't sure my toothbrush would fit in there. <laughs> well, I imagine it's designed for things to fit in there. So, yeah. As Eric said, I think a lot can fit in there, and he's probably right. What a weird, what a weird direction you've taken the podcast in season four, Gavin. I didn't bring uh, it here. Andrew brought in this mouth shower. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect for you to go the way you did. The questions you asked, I, you could give me a million questions. I never ask. What's the purpose of the device? Who's it for? <laughs> oh man. Oh. Oh I'm god, dying. that was fun. Holy fuck, uh, you're like <laughs> You're worried. Never mind, I can't. Would Move you on. kiss it before or after? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking recently of um you know how you you two uh what was that thing you were doing last week or the week before where you were basically just kidding yourselves? Oh it was like the uh by having having two socks and having a spare because it's like a spare oh, sock yeah. instead of just buying that caused a, a lot of inspired conversation in the in the social. <laughs> oh really? What was what was the situation? Well, a lot of people agree with you, Gavin, that Andrew and I are way off base and stupid. I think that I think that what people are missing and where my line of reasoning is is obviously first off these are unisex socks, right? They're not left or right socks. These are just tube socks, normal socks that don't have an L or an R in them, uh, obviously. Uh, but I think that the, the problem is the, the way that I was approaching it that maybe I didn't articulate clearly is if you buy three socks and you lose a sock, you have a pair of socks still. If you buy four socks, what, yeah, what? How do, you're saying the exact <laughs> yeah. same thing. How are you articulating it different? That's like this is insane. No, because no, because people are like because people are like no, because you you'd still have two pairs of socks, but the second you lose a sock, you don't have two pairs of socks. So why I, I, I don't know I th I think it's brilliant I think three socks is the can way. I can I clarify can I attempt to clarify this idea as the other person <laughs> that is on board with this thing first of all it costs the same amount as a singular pair of socks so it's like you're getting one free. yeah we're going in it's with a, a value sock. it's a bonus sock because it's the same price as two that's where the bonus comes in but the other part of money it, selling it you don't know this uh, fucking what a weird once again what are you none of this is real what do you mean I'm gonna lose money selling it you don't know my factory setup. You don't know the deals I've made. Maybe it's not all about the the bottom line, you capitalist pig. Maybe it's about providing the best product for the customer. <laughs> My biggest issue with it is that your main problem with owning two pairs of socks is that if you lose one, you end up with three. That, to you, is the problem. And you're starting your solution with that. You're saying, buy the problem. Did Jeff leave? <laughs> no, I'm listening. Oh, okay. I'm listening. Let me let me do another counterpoint to to this whole thing as well. It is a spiritual argument I feel we are making as the three sock people. On an intellectual level, you are completely correct. It's a, it's a ridiculous claim that we're making, but it's once again, it's like Coke tastes better in the snow. There's just a personal security with the third sock. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's not it's not you're trying to win a logical debate. Oh, Eric's Eric's freaking out. Eric missed that last week, I guess. Were you not there for that, Eric? No, I think I I think I missed that one about Coke tastes better in the snow. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> that that really 
I, I'm like listening intently, and then you said that, and it's like that. I got sideswiped. <laughs> well, I don't know just, that I remember that either, but I don't disagree with it. Yeah, I was saying that if it's snowing outside, Coca Cola is my beverage of choice. One, it's snowing. There's something about the atmosphere of snow coming down. It heightens the experience of drinking a Coke, which Gavin thought was ridiculous. Strongly disagreed with. It's ridiculous. And then I was equating all of your your you're just you're just kidding yourself to make you, yourself feel good. No. And I was saying how that was like the people who set their clocks fast to make them think that they're not late and all that stuff. Mm. And I've realized that I have one scenario where I do kid myself. Yeah? Yeah. What's that? Sometimes, well, I think I spoke to you about this on uh, when we're playing Halo, Andrew. But sometimes if I'm making coffee, like I'll pour the milk in first. Because if I pour the coffee on the milk, <laughs> I don't have to stir it. It saves me wasting a spoon, <laughs> right? But sometimes I put in too much milk or I, I might not have enough coffee left in the pot so in order to try and make it seem like i've got more coffee i just pour it slower and i realize i'm like i'm stretching <laughs> out the pour because it, it adds more hope to like i might actually have more coffee if i don't just quickly pour it into the milk because i don't want really milky <laughs> coffee i want i want it to be the right ratio and i realize i'm just kidding myself i could just completely turn it upside down and just dump the whole lot into the milk and it'd be the same amount but that is one area where I'm just, I'm just lying to my brain by just pouring it really slowly, hoping that there's a little bit more in there doing it that way. But that's slow. It heightens the experience. It heightens You're the not experience. Just lying. Yeah. Exactly. And, it, and it gives me hope. Yeah. That's, see, you know, you get it. It's not just about the destination. It's also about the journey. It's about how you get there. Do you have any of those like kind of strange quirks, Jeff, where like you do, uh, you've done a thing I and, mean, and it does nothing, but. No, well, I, I, sticking with the drinks and. Obviously, I I don't uh, drink beer anymore because of the crippling alcoholism, but I will go to my grave saying that nothing tastes better than an ice-cold beer after doing yard work on a hot summer day. Like, beer definitely tastes <laughs> better after, after you've done an hour of cutting grass. It's like the best, coolest, most refreshing flavor ever. Yeah, the best beer. Or three hours of cleaning out a fridge that broke. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Speaking of breaking, did I tell you guys I rode my bike again for the first time in six no. weeks, five weeks? How did your butt hold up? How did that go? Well, I didn't. I wasn't on the bike long enough to find out. Oh my god! Oh, I got no. about uh, <laughs> oh, no. got about three miles from home and it died. So uh, it, it, no. you know, my butt was fine for those three miles there and back. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm about ready to sh I'm about ready to shoot my bikes into space. What happened uh, this time? Just the battery go again? Yeah, it's the, I think it's so. What I think is happening, if I had to guess, right? This is a refurbed battery. I have two refurb batteries. I'm not sure if both are having this problem or just one. But I'm so mad at all of it that I just I had to walk away for a while. But when I come back to it, I'm gonna mark this battery in a way, and then do conduct these tests on the other battery and see if I just have a bad replacement battery. However, what I suspect is happening with these shitty cheap batteries is that you know the the, the thing with a full charge is supposed to go about thirty miles. I suspect that I plugged it in after going like fifteen miles, and it's just like the next time I rode it, I could only go fifteen miles, right? And hmm. so I think that every time I plug it in, uh. It just it can only charge up to the amount that I used it because I came home after I walk you know after I fucking labored to get it home and I plugged it in really fast and it turned on immediately and still had like eighty percent of a battery so I think it just like turns off or whatever when it hits that 
that point when it last charged and it just needs to be uh plugged in again for one second to like re wake it back up again so i'm even wondering if maybe i could because i have a bunch of the extra cords if i could even like cut the end off of the plug and just bring it with me and whenever the battery turns off if i just shove it in if that's enough or if i have to bring like a whole charger with me and then just like stop somewhere and plug it in for one second and then the bike's like oh wait no i'm sorry i'm fucking i turned off like an idiot i'm totally fine you still have 85 percent of your battery here my bad and then i can keep going i suspect that's going to be the case but uh if I go near that bicycle anytime soon, I'm going to throw it in a fucking river. So if you so just I, unplug I the battery, though, and plug it back in, what, what happens then? That doesn't, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't do anything. I have to literally plug it into power or put something in that thing for it to, to trigger. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah. And all of your bikes are broken? You have, like, three of them, right? Uh, well, I have three bikes, two batteries now, and uh, Millie's bike is broken so I have the Emily's bike and mine and two batteries among them. But, you know, I wasn't able to ride the bike for five weeks, any of them. And so this was my first attempt back and uh, it went di dismal. And so I, I don't know, man, maybe I'm done with bikes. I need to find a new a new coping mechanism. I will say if if we're talking just trying to put a positive spin on it, it's good the bike broke and not you. That was the previous yeah. issue, right? Was that you couldn't ride the bike. Now the bike cannot be ridden. <laughs> I'd say that's an upgrade. Yeah, that's true. My my butt feels fine, you know, <laughs> since great. then. I, I don't have the pains that I've had. So that I take that as a positive. Uh, no, Eric wrote, so what? You had a normal bike? I wish. I wish these things turned into normal bikes when, when the electricity goes off. They don't. <laughs> they turn into slightly movable <laughs> objects. It's like an anvil with wheels. It's like an anvil with wheels, yes. What if you got one that had a mechanism that you could just like disengage when it's dead? So it is a bike. <laughs> Do they exist? <laughs> You know, like the scene in The Dark Knight where the Batmobile dies and it turns into like a Batmobile <laughs> motorbike, like he shoots out. I love the idea of a bike turning into a bike, <laughs> like the bike breaks. So you then just turn into a functional bike. The problem is, I mean, it still functions as a bike. It's just a very heavy bike because these batteries are fucking heavy. You know, you take the battery off and uh, then it's, uh, it's still not a great bike, but it functions more as one. Does that totally break the Batmobile when that happens or... Did that? Is it? Did it just happen that way in the movie? Like, can he just bike out of the Batmobile and then <laughs> and then just drive it, like rear it back in? Does he like back it back I into the Batmobile? I don't remember. Yeah, and also like, could both sides do that? Like, what if you're in the passenger seat when that happens? <laughs> is it only one side is a bike? What does the other side do? Because I think in the movie he gets the the bike out after the main car's broken. Yes, he does, and it looks like it destroys itself. It is funny to think that like. That shit always seems to work for him. Like, Lucius was very good at his job, I guess. But, like, it would be funny to see Batman, after, like, solving the crime, trying to put the bike back into the fucking car and, like, a latch <laughs> won't stick. It's, like, stuck in one thing, and he's, like, he's, like, trying to fucking force it, and he's, like, this piece of shit. Yeah, I would like to think that that happened. I would like to think that Batman has frustrations that we just don't see. Yeah, the everyday issues. You know when you see in movies, there's, like, a broadcast from space or some evil villain is able to take over every TV in mm -hmm. in the world and broadcast a message that to me is the most unreal based on the di the difficulty i have like casting something from my own phone to my own tv on my own wi-fi network <laughs> that to me is the most unrealistic thing in movie history that they could just take over tvs yeah if they could i would pay them extra money to make hulu work in my bedroom every time <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That's what we need to do is we need to hire supervillains to yeah. fix our tech problems. I was about to say, it'll be like a catch me if you can thing. They get hired at the end. We need you to show us the way.
I know you're trying to poison the water reservoir, but we really need streaming to work. We're willing to cut you a deal. Can you cast this for us? Technology is unbelievable. <sighs> I was broken in a different way, Jeff. Last few days. Oh, my yeah? bed. My bed has been fucked. My bed has been destroyed. <laughs> I, uh, I had a box spring that was wooden. Sla- have you have, has anyone here ever had a box spring that was like wooden slats? Yeah. You would lay on top. Yeah. They're the yeah, fucking right now. worst. They're the they're the worst. At least in my experience with them, maybe you have a shitty one. It fucking sucks. It's constantly falling down a hole. I'll be laying in bed and all of a sudden I'm in a hole. And it's like I'm deep enough in a hole. You know, like in a movie where a villain lands on top of a car and like how it indents. It's like that's how much of a hole I'm in. I'm in like a fucking car movie hole. It stinks. And it's just been that way. And I I hurt. I hurt my foot shockingly so i'm hobbling around and every fucking night i'm falling in a hole and i can't sleep because i'm in this fucking car hole and it sucks so is it the slat has come loose or it snapped or what like how are you going down a hole so some of the beams are broken as well as it just slides it'll just slide off and fall down then i'm in a fucking hole and it stinks but your head is still on eight pillows my head is still on eight pillows. My legs are propped up. My midsection is in a fucking hole. It's the worst. Can't you sleep, sleep like, like a it. V. You, you do. I do. It's, <laughs> that's exactly right. I would try. Sleep is a strong word, too. It's really tough to sleep. And it'll be like 3 a.m. I'll make a slight movement. It's like the scene in Jurassic World 2 you know, with the glass where they can't move because it's denting. Like, that's me in my bed. And then I inevitably fall in the fucking hole no matter what I do. I'm just imagining the camera angle below your bed and your face is pressed against the slats. So... So this has been an issue for a while, and I eventually, I, I just said, you know what, enough is a fucking, I can't take this anymore, I'm just gonna, I, my original plan was to flip, because the slats are on two sides, the bottom bed slats, and the top bed slats. Bottom bed slats are kind of fine, well it's like you roll them out, like there's two sections of wood that you roll out for the slat part of it. Oh, yours is in two halves? Mine's in two halves, which, which makes it... I think another issue where it separates That's the halves meet control. right in the middle. So like, yeah, it's a constant. I'm fucking falling in holes all the time while I'm just trying to sleep. I've had halves where it's left and right. No, this is this is top down. <laughs> Are you sure you don't yeah. sleep to go to your bed sideways? <laughs> I don't. Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna get to that anyway. I oh the no. Bed. We, I deassemble the bed because I'm going to flip them and I realize how fucking broken this this thing is more broken than I real. there's all the wood is cracked everything's fucking destroyed I've had this for a long time at this point so I was like I'm just going to get rid of it going to throw it all away but I need a box spring and I have a king size bed which is I don't know five years ago I was like you know what I'm going to really treat myself I typically don't buy things for me I'm going to use my bed a lot I'm going to go all out I'm getting a fucking king, but it's the I'm, it's the only king size I have. I have one other queen in a spare room. No wonder it takes up your entire room. King size bed for one person? It, it's fucking, it's great. It's a fantastic, I would highly recommend it. So I brought in this queen size box ring, but I have this other problem now where it doesn't fit <laughs> on the box ring. And so I'm having to sleep very carefully. I'm so every time I go to bed now, I'm in the middle and I'm so nervous. I'm going to roll. If I roll a little bit to the left or right, I'm fucking just flying out of this bed. Oh, so that's width ways. That's not the end of the bed. That's the side of the bed. That's the side of the bed, which has led to me realizing (laughs) I've had my bed on sideways this entire time. And I would highly recommend 
anyone with a king size bed because it's large enough where you can have it <laughs> on its side. I have more width than I do length. I'm like five foot ten. It works great. I feel like I it's, it's genuinely like half my bed is in a different state when I lay in it. You have so much space. I would highly recommend it. So because of this, I've learned that I've been sleeping on my bed sideways, but now with what you guys have brought up, maybe I've had the slats on the wrong way the entire time, too. Maybe yeah, my bed has have. just been twisted. I don't know if that's true. I need to, I'm need. i going to look at the company that I bought this from and see if they've got it install. No, it doesn't look like that. Eric just posted. Uh, this It's the top one, the top slats. It's the way it goes in my head, uh, but it's not, it's not those kind. Top slats. So it goes top, top down. I'll just post a link to the thing that I use. But I, yeah, I've been my my life hack is if you have a king bed, which I know is a luxury, flip it on its side. Sleep the other way. It is a great experience. You have so much extra space. But that's how I've been broken. But so I'm falling in holes, Jeff. You you. Uh, I just feel like you'd want more length though. And, and are you a, do you travel? You don't need length is overrated. Length is what? so overrated. Well, I, Length is couldn't. Well, I'm never to gonna grow taller in bed. Yeah, but sometimes I might roll. Are you ever like sort of you're on your back in bed, and then sometimes you want to like push. You want to turn over on your front and like push on the headboard, so you slide down a little bit, and you're just sort of in the bottom of your pillow, and then you you appreciate that your legs don't dangle off the end of the mattress. Yeah, I've never had my legs dangle. First of all, second of all, really? I've never pushed down on the pillow. The only time I've had my legs dangle is when I fucked up and like laid in the middle of the bed. But at, at appropriate pillow height, I'd say within p pillow regulation of where they should be, I've never dangled. <laughs> yeah, I guess you are halfway up a pillow mountain. That'll bring yeah. your feet in. <laughs> no, I okay. So I'm looking at the thing. I did it correctly. I'm. It's okay. not. I'm not crazy. It's just. It's a shitty design. Yeah, I don't like those slats uh, beds because it. You can't stand on the bed really if you need to. No, and you just hear it cracking. It's terrible. It's a terrible. <laughs> Stand on a lot of beds. Uh, I mean, so you're changing your life. <laughs> Gavin strikes me as a guy who loves to jump on the bed. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a jumper. I just, you know, sometimes the standing on the bed is useful for like changing your light. Mm. Or that's pretty much it. Have was the last thing we recorded the tuxedo or was it the podcast? There was a podcast. We did one. We did a podcast tuxedo. after the tuxedo. Okay, yeah. we did. It was a back-to-back -back one. Is that that's the one where you uh, you had your tech problems? Yes. I don't. I couldn't tell you what was happening in that episode, but we did record the the most broken episode of the show because of the law. Did the law ever come out? The law has come out. I've been working on it. I've been I've been looking. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out loopholes for us for this get out of jail free scenario. I like I, I tweeted I just wanted to print the law and somebody immediately replied and the law won. And I was like, you have no idea how accurate that is. You couldn't have summarized it perfectly. <sighs> so what are you guys going to do for New Year's? Because we're recording this on December 30th. I'm going to be snowed in. That's what I'm going to be, most likkily. Wishing I could order McDonald's but can't. Waiting for, for Steve and the Bobcat to ride by. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's time that you learn how to make your favorite McDonald's item at home. Hmm. There is, I mean, if we want to talk fast food controversy, there's a big controversy in Canada right now with Tim Hortons because they've released a new menu item in Mexico. And people are like, fucking, I want it. It's Canadian. I think it's owned by Burger King. It's not even a Canadian chain anymore. But people, people were outraged by it. The new item was, so, it was like a sausage and an egg patty or whatever. 
sausage patty and is it an egg patty? What do you call the the like the McMuffin egg? Is that a patty? Fried egg. Fried egg between two ego waffles is the whole thing. Like the ego is the bread is their idea. And people are fucking outraged about this. I don't understand why anyone's mad. An ego isn't a fucking inaccessible item. You can buy them anywhere. You can it's the most easily creatable fast food item in your home you could ever have. Just buy a box of Eggos and buy one of their sausage McMuffins and you have everything you need. Yeah, but isn't a regular McMuffin easy to make too? I guess, but I feel like you can maybe have some variants in the meat or the egg. Like the Eggo is just an Eggo. There's nothing special about that Eggo. Oh, so they're just getting, they're not making Eggos. They're just getting shipments no, of Eggos. No, they're just using Eggo Eggos. I don't understand it. It's a very weird food controversy that is happening. It looks good though. It looks fine, but it's just, I don't understand where people are like, why can't we have this? Fucking go buy some Eggos. You can create this. Three minutes. So easy. Well, you can do the same thing with an Egg McMuffin. You just need to go buy English muffins, a sausage patty, and a a slice of cheese and an egg. An English muffin is just as easy to come by as Eggo waffles. No, it's it's a different, because it's not a McDonald's egg. It's not the McDonald's cheese, like all those (laughs) things. You don't... You don't yes, know where it's probably McDonald's superior in every way than those <laughs> ingredients. You can't come. Oh, come on. McDonald's has the best Coke, so they might have the best eggs. I can't rule that out. I don't know what their egg plan is. I'm just saying that there are unique, specific items that you can get only there. A McDonald's egg tastes different than a Burger King egg or a, a, I'm assuming Wendy's has eggs in their breakfast menu because I know that I don't we don't have breakfast menu in Canada for Wendy's. Do they, um, do they really have the best Coke? Yeah, they do. They, like, pay a premium to have the best Coke. They, like, get it specially <laughs> delivered and store it in a unique way. And that's also why their straws are larger than any other fast food chain straws. They made, like, an investment a few years ago. And, like, we will have the definitive best Coke experience of any fast food chain. What does that have to do with the straws? It's not thicker Coke. Well, I guess be- because it's a larger straw, it hits more taste buds um, per sip is the idea. Sense. It's like oh, a part of the drinking experience. There's the whole Coke thing. So I don't know. Maybe their eggs are as involved, too. You wouldn't think that a chain would specify something like Coke. But it's just annoying. It's frustrating. Have you... This is going to seem like a random question. Jeff, do you storm out of rooms in arguments? <laughs> yeah, I've done it on this podcast. You've stormed... I guess you have, haven't you? I realize <laughs> yeah. I'm not a stormer. I can't... I was trying to think of a time... I've done it on camera. I was trying to think of a time in which I've stormed out in an argument with anyone. Yeah, this is the conversation we, we had during Halo when we were talking about... I think we, I was talking about, like, what it must have been like to storm Normandy and stuff, and you were just like, I don't think I've ever stormed anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I've never... I don't think I've stormed in my life in any context. You said that you'd, like, slammed a door open or closed but you'd never made the transition across the different rooms. Yeah. And we decided that storming, you had to move between rooms at a minimum. Why do you think people storm out of a room? I think, well, okay. So I have a, th- a theory on this, and maybe it's just I'm applying it to my, my personal life. And this has made me realize something I don't like about myself, Jeff. Uh-oh. Is I feel like the storm occurs when you have hit a peak in the argument and that person's opinion, and they just need to leave. They just need space. And then they they walk out. I think it's like I've hit a max, so I'm leaving this because I can no longer engage in this. And I hate that because mm. I'd rather just for me personally how I operate. It's like, well, that we're, nothing has been solved by the storm. The storm has not solved this conflict. Uh, so I've realized. Go ahead. Well, I was just got my experience with storming is a little different, but go ahead. That's fair. As I said, I think it's probably just my experience with storming. 
I've realized I'm a storm chaser, Jeff. And I fucking I hate it. <laughs> mm, that's what my biggest chaser. annoyance with the you don't want to be a storm chaser. And that's my annoyance with the storm is not only is it unsettled, I now you're now forcing me to move. You're now forcing me to change my scenery. It's like a reverse. I'm chasing the storm. I don't like it. But what's the I don't best like outcome? Being a storm if, if someone's storming out, they want to be alone or away from you. Yeah, they're trying to leave yeah. you. So why would yeah, you follow? No, you got to let the storm. No, you got to let the storm settle. <laughs> it depends on the storm. You got to let it. You, you don't run into the high of a hurricane. You got to like let it calm down a little bit. You got to let things settle. But ultimately, things are still unresolved. So you got to clear things up. You got to clean it up a little bit. So then I end up chasing the storm eventually. Yeah, you're just defeating not the purpose sprinting. of the storm because the storm needs to settle without you. Yeah, you're causing the storm. Listen, I've I've been in the eyes of many storms, and I've always come out correct on the other side. I've got a great read for storm entry and, and leaving. I want to know why you're p- pissing all these people off. That they're gonna kill <laughs> I can't believe you've never stormed out of anywhere. I can't think of a time in which I have. Because you said you opened a door hard, or you did you open it or close it, and you like hurt your foot or something? Yeah, I like opened it in frustration because it was like seven different things were all going wrong. But you're not counting time. that as a door as a storm and then slammed it. No, that's not because I didn't leave. Yeah. I didn't leave my space. So even if you couldn't like storm into a cabinet because you can't get in there, <laughs> <laughs> it's a walk-in pantry. Yeah. Maybe. It, just for the record, if I ever storm out of a room with either of you, and I've probably done it with you a few times, Gavin, in person. Um, um I think you stormed in a lot. <laughs> I, I yeah. I remember I remember one time yelling at you, you specifically and you guys in Achievement Hunter during a production. It was and I think I stormed out that time. But uh when like for me, when I storm out, I'm doing it for you because I have hit a point where I'm going to say something mm. and I can't like I'm a pretty controlled dude. Uh, for the most part, but I get to a point when I get angry enough that my mouth will say shit that I know it, I shouldn't say. That I that I get too mean or too angry. Or I could be too hurtful. So when I storm out of a room, I'm trying to stop myself from from saying something so mean or hurtful that it could <laughs> uh, cause repercussions so, later. So I'm like I'm trying to like I'm get, trying to get away from the situation because I can feel my yeah. mouth about to get away from me. And can I say this, Jeff? If that were the case, if I was in that scenario with you, I would know not to follow. Ah. I would let that storm cool off a little bit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't immediately pursue. That's like the 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 cow and Twister. You know, like when it's coming by, you've hit peak. You're not going in to a cow storm. Yeah, you don't want to be dodging cows. No, you don't. What a great movie that is. It I is fucking a great love movie. Twister. What maybe that? Oh, what a dumb Philip Seymour Hoffman is so good in that movie. <laughs> <The> extreme, <laughs> so obnoxious, so dumb. Yeah, I feel like I'm. Like, a, I feel like I'm a silent stormer. Like I, <laughs> if I storm out, it's you won't you, you won't realize I'm. I'm like an Irish stormer. I'm an Irish storm. <laughs> I just quietly leave. You're a very polite Irish storm. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not swinging uh. doors around. <laughs> I want like a weather report <laughs> going forward. You know how that movie feels like, God, that movie must have come out 20 years ago at this point or around that. Uh, yeah, I think it was tw- 2000, wasn't it? A lot of people in that movie are dead now. They are. That's sad. Philip. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman's dead. Paxton's dead. Uh, Anyone else? Or is it just the two? I mean, there's still quite a few. I'm sure there's other people that were involved in the film that have died. I guarantee you. Absolutely. Yeah. 
100%. My favorite thing about that movie is that the villains are the villains because they have corporate sponsorship. It's like the only <laughs> real difference between the two groups. <laughs> They're not in it just for the thrill of the storm. They've gone corporate. How dare they? And then they treat them like real villains. Like some, like <laughs> They do some harsh things to those characters. And uh, maybe my memory is wrong. But are I, they the least villainous villains in a movie? I think they're assholes, but I think like largely their conflict is is based around the fact that they have income that they're being paid to like chase storms and they got fancy vehicles. They do have <laughs> fancy vehicles. Corporate spot. It's such a dumb. The fucking the story. Do you know why he's the extreme? He dropped the bottle of Jack Daniels and it never hit the ground. It's so fucking <laughs> dumb. It's a great movie. Does he die in that movie? Who? Hoffman. Hoffman? No, no, none of the good guys die. Just the bad guys, because they're they're corporate. Isn't there a good guy that gets dinged in the head with like a hubcap or something? <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never heard a death be described more comedically. <laughs> I don't, think I don't want to go out by ding. <laughs> I don't want to be dinged to death <laughs> on the tombstone. <laughs> dinged by hubcap. <laughs> Uh, god damn this is fun yeah this was good it was uh, nice to sneak a little one out right before the end of the year and i i i'm sad to hear that you're gonna be snowed in i hope you make the most of it i'm uh i'm gonna go swimming <laughs> because it's really hot so i, <laughs> I rented a house with a pool so i'm just gonna go swimming for a couple days <laughs> gavin i assume you're gonna ring in the new year practicing your blowjobs <laughs> happy new year Gurkle, gurkle. See you in 2022. Hey, guys. Superfan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. It's season four, episode three. The boys talk about a new intro song. Canada is a bottom-tier country. Andrew makes friends with a seal. The guys make a tuxedo friend. Jeff makes someone uncomfortable. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil or walk a marathon. All that and more on next week's episode of Face.